Battle Ready Broadcast, believing what it says. Okay, welcome back. Thank you for joining us tonight for Battle Ready. We are in the book of Revelation. We're going to be finishing up the churches, the seven churches. Um, we are in Revelation chapter 3, and I believe we're going to start at verse 14, but I think that probably, as I always do, I'm going to ask Laura to go ahead and go back and just kind of recap some of what we've already talked about so that as we come forward, there's a lot more to say, uh, but how would you like to introduce this tonight? All red letters, all the way through, Jesus Christ speaking to John and giving him a message for these churches, mm -hmm. and these churches are not just churches then, although they are. There are elements found in every age of the church. There are phases the church goes through, troubles we still face, applicable to every one of us to apply. He, he tells true. them who he is. He tells them where they're coming up short. He tells them what will happen if they trust in him fully mm -hmm. and they lean on him and how that they can overcome this world and the tribulation, persecution of man, mm -hmm. how you can overcome that and what you get when you do. And that's the summary. But when I wanted to introduce this new part, I, I, this is going to sound a little strange, but I think that it'll kind of bring us into where we need to, to talk about this. <clears throat> so I love to hang out with my children, and I was going to, taking Emmy, Emma to karate class this morning, and I asked Adam to go with me. And we're in the car, and he's looking at his phone, and he looks up and he says, I hate Christians. <laughs> and my heart stops. You know, because that's what we are. There's a panic, right? Mm -hmm. And I know that he has given his heart to the Lord. He's given his life to the Lord. So I'm thinking, no, calm down and listen to what he means, okay? Mm -hmm. Because your instant is, what do you mean? Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes he said, he said, now, I don't mean I hate Christians. He said, I hate when I see on, what is it, social media, the different sites that we're on. And he said, all that you see Christians do. <clears throat> is they, they tell everybody why they're wrong. And he said, I know that, you know, these things are wrong. But he said, they don't give them any answer. They don't give them any hope. And he said, I hate that. Mm -hmm. And we had a really interesting conversation about that because That's he said- That's a very good discussion for a 17-year-old boy. And, and, and it was a good, after, I was glad I didn't panic. What do you mean, you know? Mm -hmm. He said, it'd be like going to a doctor because you have cancer and that you go to this expert for help and they say well the tests have confirmed it you have cancer see ya you know he said that's what the church does the church says you're all messed up get away from me mm -hmm. and he said we're the only ones with the answer mm -hmm. Kate and I had that <laughs> conversation today on the in the car we were talking about <clears throat> If, if if the church would accept people for the way they are or what they are and stop trying to make everybody fit a box, mm -hmm. they then they could figure out that God loves them and things would correct. And so I think we're saying the same thing. I think we are. And he was talking about, you know, people are lost, mm -hmm. but so were you. Mm -hmm. Right? We always forget and, the so and we, were you. And we forget to tell the good part mm -hmm. the good part is no matter how lost you are you're not too lost mm -hmm. no matter what your particular sin is christ died for it mm -hmm. he paid for it all of them he made Every a way we have an answer all like, the ones like we're that saying we these have churches, that we don't like that we don't like to admit we have but we have them too like right? jesus is saying to every one of these seven churches you can overcome you can if you want to yep 
He, he's he not telling them. them you're hopeless. Nope. He, 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 when he came to tell them their message, mm -hmm. he didn't say, for this reason, I'm done with you. Nope. He said, here's where you're falling short. Here, here's what you need to, to work on or address. You can overcome. Mm -hmm. And if you and do. And he says, and if you overcome, here's <clears throat> the things you get. And, and for some reason, I have been kind of stuck on those things because one's to eat of the tree of life and mm -hmm. one's to eat yeah. hidden manna and one's to rule with the nations and one's to I mean there's not to have your name taken out of the book of life have you ever thought about that everything he promised this them mm -hmm. is him is him yes yes like when he says I'll let you live forever that's because he's eternal mm -hmm. when he says I'll give you the power because he has all power when mm -hmm. he says I'll be with you to the end of the world that's he's because he's there. everywhere mm -hmm. when he eats so everything life, he gives right. is Christ mm -hmm. right and, and I'm, I'm thinking we forget we have an answer so he, same same conversation, same instance. We're going down the road, and please forgive me if you're a real stickler on only listening to Christian music. You just have to over, uh, look over because there's a lot of things that we listen to. And he brought out a song. They've taken the modern technology has allowed them to take Elvis Presley, Carrie Underwood, Post Malone, and who's the other person? you got to help me out, Kate. There's another person in there, too. <coughs> Somebody, I don't know. I don't know. Because I know nothing about it. Adam was playing. He says, isn't this cool, Mom? And it's a song about, you know, one of these days we'll get this world straightened out. And everything will be right, right here. And it's like, you hear these, every one of those singers passionately identifying the problem of sin in the world. Mm-hmm. And seeking desperately an answer. Mm -hmm. And I said, Adam, do you realize you know the answer to this? Mm -hmm. It's the same conversation. Same conversation. I said, the only place we have equality with the races, which aren't races, we're all one family. The only place there's equality is in Christ. Mm -hmm. Right? The only place that you don't have oppression and, and one person trying to dominate the other is in Christ. Now, he said, you know, you have a lot of false church. We talked about with um, Sardis. Mm -hmm. We talked about an apostate church. Mm -hmm. Dead. They're dead, it says. He says they're dead. Not all of them. He said there's some of there's them who haven't been. But that we have a lot of fakers in the church. You're not going to find it there. But truly in Christ, not... Mm -hmm. Right? That is where... The answer is, I said, and they are seeking so desperately an answer. They don't know his name, mm -hmm. but we know his name. And we've talked about you know, that But too. the church sits there <coughs> quietly like, what are we going to do? Look how bad everything is. Look how everything's falling apart. What, what, how are we going to make it? I'm like, of everybody on the planet, you ought to know the answer. You ought to know the answer. And we've said that here right? in Addison Church. And I know I'm, I'm not, I don't mean to brag on our church, but we <clears> have <throat> said that. I've heard testimonies of that. You know, when, when everything's mm -hmm. closed down for COVID and everything's, you know, prices are skyrocketing. And we know what the answer is. We know we can see the end of the book. <clears throat> we know what where we're headed and what things are going to be. Maybe not specifically, but we know the generalities. He's left us that. He told us that. And I don't I don't understand why the church is cowering back either. I really don't. I've said the same thing. And I'm We've not been a, tricked into thinking. I'm not a revolutionarist. <laughs> I'm not one of those people that just wants to go out and start fights and things. 
But I don't understand why we're not standing up and saying, we know the answer. You've got the answer. And if you look at everything the world wants, <clears throat> when they want peace and equality and fairness and blah, that's, blah, You should want that. We sh and, that desire in what, you is, is the fact that you are made in the image of God. And, and you recognize from. that this place is not right. This place mm -hmm. is messed up. This is wrong. Mm -hmm. You recognize that because you were made in his image. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Made in his image means I recognize beauty. I recognize that there is such a thing as truth. I recognize that, that justice is a thing that we should seek after. Mm -hmm. I, re I recognize that. Honesty, but the sincere. fact that we mm -hmm. sold ourselves in the garden to Satan and we are born. Nobody likes this. You're born an enemy to God. You're, you look at your babies and think that's not an enemy of God. He's made in the image of God. He has divine attributes because God made us like himself to be a three part being in his image mm -hmm. but we're born an enemy to God and until we come to Christ we remain an enemy to God I'm not, I feel like I'm trying to squirt information to you like a fire hose instead mm -hmm. of stay calm but before we can talk about what's going on in the church of, of Laodicea we have to talk about what's going on in the church of right here and right now mm -hmm. and what's going on is if I would say to you what is the gospel? Mm -hmm. Most Christians would say Jesus died on the cross for my sins. They might include the fact that he rose again. It's the good news. And, and it's something that we say, like Jesus, Jesus came, he died, he rose again. That's the gospel. But the gospel is the whole thing. And I don't know how to express this. Mm -hmm. But the reason that my old dead life doesn't have to be dead is because of the resurrection. The reason I don't have to fear anything that's happening is because of the Jesus. resurrection. Because the reason persecution death. for the church is something that he says is like, come by gold of me, mm -hmm. treasure of mm -hmm. me, by going saying. through the persecution, the fires of persecution. The reason that statement can be made is there's a life after this one that matters more than this one. Mm -hmm. Right? The gospel is all the dead things in you, which is all of it, mm -hmm. made alive. Mm -hmm. The good news. Made it's alive and eternal. This, right? it's the good news is if he can rise, you will rise. Mm -hmm. Right? And you can shed all those dead things and live for eternity. Mm -hmm. and, and I can't tell you how big the gospel is. Mm -hmm. It's not, it's simple. I can say the Son of God came. He died on a cross. He rose again. He, he lives to make intercession. He's a holy right? Lamb. He, he paid for my. He Slam, paid the price for me. For the foundation of the world. We could go it's on and simple, on for what it is. Mm -hmm. But it is the it is the power of God. Right? Mm -hmm. It's the power it, to the whole thing. Mm -hmm. So you can't be. Here's my point. Introducing Laodicea today. Lukewarm about that? No. No. So you can be dead, or you can, or be, you can alive. be alive, but there ain't no zombies. <laughs> Do you know what goodness, I mean? I hate zombies. There's no in-between. There's no zombies. <laughs> you're dead, or you're alive. Mm -hmm. What we've got comfortable with in our church, and I think Laodicea got comfortable with too, is zombies. And self-sufficiency. And when, what I mean by a zombie is, I want to be sure that if this thing is true, that I get to go to heaven. But I do not want to engage in any way any that'll disrupt anybody, mm -hmm. that'll impact anybody. I don't want to open my mouth. I don't want to stick my neck out and somebody not like it. I'm not going to take a stand for anything. I'm not going to say, you know, what is true because I don't want to be offensive. 
Well, that and that's, and that's that. You're trying to. You're Frankenstein. You're trying to look alive but be dead. Mm-hmm. Right. And what you are is lukewarm. And what you are is lukewarm, and it won't work. It mm-hmm. it won't be tolerated. He'd rather you be dead, because if you're dead, then you'll stop depending on yourself and realize you need a savior, than for you to be. Well, I'm somewhat here. Mm-hmm. And I'm as good as they are. Right. I love that because I always think of Matt. Matt and I know Matt's watching, but Matt always says, "You might be." That's true. That's not the point. That's not the criteria. Let's start. Somebody with- say, well, one more thing. Somebody, I heard a pastor give this illustration. He said, too often we think of it, and we even hear people testify, and I know what they mean, but they'll say, and I'm not upset if you've said this. Please don't be offended by me. But they'll say, I was, I was drowning, you know, and I reached out, and I grabbed Christ, and he saved me from drowning. You know what? It was worse than that. Because mm-hmm. dead men don't swim. Mm-hmm. You weren't, you weren't treading water with your good works. No. You were dead. Mm-hmm. Thank we God for a resurrection. You know what I mean? Why, Thank why God. Do all, that why he, do we always think that it's... It's, it's so much of us and, and a little bit of him. him. Yeah. You and know? it's not that at all. And, and don't be offended if you've said that. I know what you mean by that. Like, if it wasn't for Christ, I'd have, dra- I'd have died. I'd have perished. And you're right. But the fact is, it was a worse condition than that. You, you had no hope in this world without Christ. And he... Gave us even the ability to believe. Mm-hmm. The Bible Gave says that that faith, was a gift. A of faith, yep. Right? Mm-hmm. So a you, th- you think about you. He did it all. Mm-hmm. And we and all we have to do is accept it. And I was kind of... I don't know how you can be lukewarm about that. If you get a hold of it, that it's not you. Mm-hmm. That you, he did all of that. How are you lukewarm toward him? Because that idea is, I only need a little bit of him. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I need enough that I don't go to hell, but not enough that I have to make a difference. surrender to him or, or well, and become we've his. Seen, we've seen quite a few people come and go through the church through years and years, and mm-hmm. many of them, you know, they just walk away because it's too much. It's, mm-hmm. it's too different, or I don't, I don't want to be that serious. I want to do this, and I can't do this. If I'm a Christian, i got to do that. I don't know... I don't know how you measure that. I know that I had this prayer this morning from my very own self as we were studying this lesson, as I was studying this lesson. And I've seen people who I think when they pray just sounds like they bring heaven down and mm-hmm. pour it on us. And all it's over wonderful. Us. And it's tremendous. It is wonderful. And I thought, you know what? I always wonder, am I as good a Christian as that person? Can I? Be? And that's not where that's my the comparison. wrong question. That's the wrong. That's, that's the that wrong was the question. point. That yeah. was the wrong question because it doesn't. I, that's the wrong thing. So if you are one of those people who start looking around, welcome to the boat. Of, Let's get out of it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> right? Well, that's right. We've had the same thoughts. It don't have yeah, anything to do with it. you. It doesn't have anything to do with how good anybody else is. No. What it has to do with is my relationship to Christ. How close I can be as close as I want to be. It right? goes back to what Adam was saying you know when all you can point out is the problem you your righteousness is as filthy rags before you god you you all you're doing is pointing that you have a problem because you're just like the people you're pointing at mm-hmm. you're supposed to be pointing at the answer Correct. right we're right. supposed we're supposed to be pointing at the one who can raise the dead and who who and heal the, the blind right. and and heal the, you know that's Brought us spiritually in every way it is him using nothing and giving it everything right and you tried to explain that last weekend or last week when we were not here but when we were talking about that 
Um, he didn't get a very good bargain, did he? He didn't. Really? I mean, I got so emotional about that this Easter because I, I it's always now. Maybe I shouldn't even tell the story because he's gonna take. No, go ahead. But I was reading in Exodus and, and Leviticus where it's talking about, you know, if the, you have to make sure that lamb is perfect. If that lamb has anything wrong, you he's can't bring worthy. that lamb. It's not worthy to be sacrificed. And the the priest has to be. He can't, there's so many things he can't have physical ailments or things wrong and as a young christian reading that and like till this week really mm -hmm. yeah it slightly offended me mm -hmm. i'm like why why does god say you have to be perfect before you can come to him so wrong-headed thinking about that picture mm -hmm. but i was like no why is god saying the priest can't have a crooked nose the mm -hmm. priest can't have the you know what a petty thing you'd push somebody away god because they're not physically perfect forgetting that the whole picture is not about me at all hello ever it is about who christ was perfect perfect and that god allows that perfect to be slain mm -hmm. for all the imperfect standing around mm -hmm. you know all mm -hmm. the people with crooked noses Get to go. that lamb was dying for mm -hmm. all the people with blemishes all the people with sin with and i mean spiritually infant that that perfect was exchanged god was willing to let it go to have a relationship for the um, imperfect. Mm -hmm. And and when I got hold of that this Easter, and I thought, what a bad bargain God made. Mm -hmm. Christ for me. Mm -hmm. Right? Yes, because we're very fickle. And we talk huh. about that all the time. And yet, uh, how, of how we... The goodness of God. Mm -hmm. The love, the mercy. You can't understand that mm -mm. and be lukewarm. You can't. That's true. If you focus on what the gospel means... And stop focusing and on yourself. And quit putting yourself in the story, mm -hmm. right? As yep. the heroine or the, the hero. You're not the hero, right? Lukewarm disappears. Because there is no place for it. There's you no either, place for that. You either don't care about it at all or you understand. And I hate to say this, but we live in a society and a time and a generation right now where we don't take a lot of personal um, inventory where we think we're the problem. We think there's always somebody else's fault. It's never, always. It's not my fault. It's somebody else's fault. And I think the Word of God, if you read it at all, would point out in any place that you read where our frailties are, where our sins lie, where our weaknesses are, where God has made a way for us. Uh, how could you miss it? You couldn't miss it. And it's hard to put yourself back here and put Him in front and say, okay, now wait a minute. But there's where you get hot, right? You're not. That's you're where not the power cold. is. That's where the power's at. Because the power is in the gospel of Jesus so, Christ. So let us start at Revelation chapter three. I think that was a marvelous way to introduce <clears> this. <throat> um, Revelation chapter three, verse fourteen. All right, we're going to finish off. It says this. My title, my little message, my little header says message to the church of Laodicea. Verse 14, And unto the angel of the church of Laodiceans write, These things saith the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. Who's talking? Hmm? Who's talking? The Amen. The Amen. The amen, amen is what you say when you are verifying that every word of this is true. Mm -hmm. That's why you should never say Amen unless you mean it. Mm-hmm. Because what say you're amen. doing, it's like signing your name to it. It'd be like on a legal document. You would say amen to say, I agree with every word mm -hmm. of that. So be it. So when, when the amen speaks, 
He's saying mm -hmm. there's nothing about this that is false or tricky or that you can't understand. Mm -hmm. This is absolute truth that you're about to hear, mm -hmm. which God faithful. is always absolute truth. And, and faithful is very important, true witness. Mm -hmm. But the part that gets my blood jumping mm -hmm. is the beginning of the creation of God. God. Mm -hmm. You know what he's saying? Always there. From Genesis to Revelation, you can trust what God said. And now our church has said, our modern church body, and I'm not saying, I'm not calling anybody who said this lost or judging their salvation in any way. But we've said, can't really rely on the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. It really wasn't a flood. You know, people people wrote that, you know, and people can get things wrong. And those things aren't right. Jesus in red letters to John is telling you, the creation story is the amen. Of the creation of God. It amen. is faithful. And I am a true witness. I was there. Mm-hmm. So if you want to know what you ought to believe, there it is. There it is about where we came from and what we were designed for and how this world came together. The one who was there before you were said, here's how it goes. Mm -hmm. The true witness. Right? The beginning. Mm -hmm. And so you can believe what you want. You and God have to deal with that. But I'm going to tell you that when the faithful and true witness speaks... I'm going to listen to the faithful and true witness. Right? Mm -hmm. And he mentions and creation mean, on purpose. And does it? And he has through the whole book. <laughs> through the Remember, whole book. Every time every prophet ever comes through, Remember the prophets Alpha say... and Omega. Yeah, don't forget. The he's beginning. the one that created this. He's the one that started. He, he, they, he used From the foundations of the world, he was God. That's what and you learned in And he knew Isaiah. that we as intelligent human <clears throat> beings, or what we think is as, of ourselves as intelligent, would try to disprove that. Do you know that's not new? No. Okay, so... so all the things that are facing you and attacking you about origins and creation and believing what the Bible says, yet we, we say, oh, that all started with Charles Darwin. It didn't. It, didn't. it started in Greece mm -hmm. and in Rome. Peter deals with it in the mm -hmm. book of Peter. Paul deals, uh, with, Paul it. deals with it. This Isaiah was, some, this was something it. that's always been... Mm -hmm. Nah, you don't believe that, do you? You don't believe. You don't really think right? they could. You do don't believe that. what the what God said about the beginnings of the world. That's not a new attack. Mm -hmm. You're facing the same thing everyone always has. Only you think it's new because you don't know what? how to answer it, or you feel uncomfortable answering, or you think I'm not mm -hmm. going to speak up about that or say what I believe because people think I'm dumb mm -hmm. or hateful mm -hmm. or yes, right. But remember, we when we went through the book of Isaiah, how many times he said, I want you to know I'm the Lord. I'm the in, Lord. In other words, he says, this. that's the reason I'm able to speak to you about the rest mm -hmm. is because I was there from the beginning. I, I, mm -hmm. Right. Right. There's your there's So your to Laodicea, who will stand for nothing, you're mm -hmm. going to find out they take a stand on nothing. Mm hmm Listen to me. He said, I'm what I said is true. Mm -hmm. Stop, stop questioning. Stop trying to conform it and, to this world. And another thing about conforming it to the world is you don't have to understand every bit, every, everything about it. But he told you it was true. And the church conforming to the world blows my mind anyway because the world's not doing so hot. Yeah. Why is it you think that you have to think and believe what the, the world, world believes when they're falling literally apart? apart? Mm -hmm. What if we just believed what he said? What if we just tried it? <laughs> Billy Graham always says it's not because it's been tried and failed. It's because it's been never tried. You know, that, that's what he would that's preach. But we have never said, I'm just going to believe it. And go with it. And go with it from, from here on out. I'm just going to believe what it says, even if I don't understand it. <laughs> what if you actually did that? How would your life change if you just believed it was true? 
I can imagine. <clears throat> I can imagine because I think I do believe it. I try I to remind myself to always stay there. I do too. But you, you slip but away and think, well, the world knows more. And the world is more intelligent. And But they weren't there in the beginning. And they weren't there in the beginning. And they are not the faithful and true witnesses. How many times do the things that science say, this thing, I mean, we were having this conversation today too, the things that we taught, we were taught, my generation was taught, you're teaching something to the in your homeschool, and sometimes I'm amazed because I'll say, "Well, I didn't know that. Nobody ever told me." That. That's not a criticism of science. That's what science is. That, it is science is a that. constant testing of things to see if it holds up under scrutiny and under time. It's supposed to change. It is. I'm not to criticizing science. I love science. I do too. I love the study of science. It gets me very, very excited because you can trace God's hand everywhere. But it it's supposed to change. The Word of God never changes. Mm -hmm. It was right to start with. And he calls it science falsely so, right? It's falsely so-called, and but that not all science is false. Mm -hmm. No, there's all You know all what I mean? Science, Isaac Newton said science is thinking God's thoughts after him. Mm -hmm. I mean... Yeah, that's pretty good. That's what, I, that's what we should be trying to do, but at the same time, shouldn't mm -hmm. be surprised science changes. You shouldn't be surprised God's Word never will. That's and when true. you try to change it, you look like an idiot because when they figure <laughs> out that in a few years that what you're saying is wrong, you just made yourself look like a fool mm -hmm. and unreliable. And I'm tired of the church of God being unreliable. We don't have any reason to be unreliable. We have got the answers. It's mm -hmm. right here. But we, we, we fall under the weight of that you pressure know, all the time. And people are like, I don't blame non-believers for not believing us. Because we don't believe us, mm -hmm. oftentimes. I'm reading the book. And, and when I say us, I know what the you're word, talking about. You're talking about the Word believe. of God. I'm, I'm reading a book right now, and I, I won't mention who the author is. Everybody will know. Um, but in the book, this person got fined over a million dollars for something that they said in a public article um, about God. And what they actually did was they actually quoted a Bible verse. They were asked the question, it was kind of a setup. The magazine um, person kind of asked the question as a setup so that he could say that you're bigoted, you're mm -hmm. not fair, you're this, you're that. And he answered with a Bible verse that didn't just address the specific thing the um, magazine article was asking. It covered a multitude of things that were wrong, sins, adultery, all kinds of things that went on. And there was such a backlash from that, this, this person says, from the church, because the church didn't realize mm -hmm. that he had actually quoted a Bible verse. Mm -hmm. And then when he came out publicly and said, hey, it's a Bible verse, you should know this. You're in the church. You should know that this is a Bible verse. He was amazed. I'm amazed, too, at how Me many too. people have no idea what the Word of God says. And I'm we're, it's not like we know everything and nobody else. We don't. We're just reading the Word of God and saying, hey, look what it says. Pay attention. Read it for yourself. Study it. Let the Holy Spirit guide you. But I, Isaiah tells the Jewish people, he, he says, when your trouble comes, when Babylon and all these people mm -hmm. come, you're going to lean on Egypt. And when you do, that mm -hmm. staff is going to break off in your hand. Mm -hmm. Like. You, you just get that image of that sharp stick going in mm -hmm. your hand. You're leaning on it. And it it's it's going to hurt you mm -hmm. really badly. And I feel like sometimes in the church, we can be that staff. Like when our when our understanding or our desire to understand, because you don't have to know everything, our desire to understand God is weak and shallow. 
And then the world comes to us for help. I feel like sometimes we break off in their hand. Mm-hmm. And, and we cause more pain toward God and more resistance toward God than we do help. And I'm not saying you have to know everything because you don't, but you need to know the gospel. Yeah. You need to know that the word of God is true. You need to know that that you can go, you can pass from death unto life mm-hmm. and you can know you have. Mm-hmm. You can know you're born again. Mm-hmm. I believe that. Absolutely, you can know. If you don't know, keep going. Because you need Because you need to know. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't want to be the person that when you come to breaks off you know what I mean? It hurts you rather than And that. I, we're saying all this because this church that he's speaking to is a church well, that go. does not take a stand. They so don't know what, here's verse 15. Let's what go to there. say in a world that's controversial. So we know who's talking to them, right? The one who knows <clears throat> the beginning of the creation of God. And in verse 15, he says, I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would that thou wert cold or hot. So then, because thou art lukewarm, and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. Because thou sayest, and I I cannot think of a better description for where we are today than this verse here. I am rich, and increased with goods, and have need of nothing. And knowest not that thou art wretched, and miserable, and poor, and blind, and naked. I counsel thee to buy of me gold, tried in the fire, that thou mayest be rich, and white raiment, that thou mayest be clothed, and that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear, and anoint thine eyes with eyesab, that thou mayest see. Isaiah brings this point exactly up as well. Mm -hmm. In the book of Isaiah, he talks about the fact that they assume that because they have a lot, that they are good. Mm Mm-hmm. They say God must see us as good that, because we have a lot. Yeah. And Laodicea in church says we must be good. We must be doing right because look at all the stuff we have. Now, I did a little research, a little bit, on Laodicea. They were known for having springs of water, and those springs of water were lukewarm. The only drinking water in Laodicea was repulsive. Like imagine drinking a glass of lukewarm water. Mm-hmm. Not hot for tea or coffee, not cold and refreshing, mm-hmm. but lukewarm water. Mm-hmm. So they understand warm exactly enough to be gross. What he's saying right, okay. I mean, he's not using something they don't understand. He, God never does. No. He, he talks to farmers with a handful of seeds. He talks to mm-hmm. Laodicea with the water. He talks to these other churches. We've already mentioned the things going on. You know, talk about the mm-hmm. seed of Satan when you have the biggest statue of Zeus in the world in your home mm-hmm. city. Mm-hmm. God hits you right where you are. It's plain. That's what I, I guess that's the beginning that we started out with. God is not trying to trick you. Mm-mm. What he tells you, you can understand and you can believe. Another thing about Laodicea, they were famous for medicine for the eye. Mm-hmm. It was very common for people to go blind from bacterial infections and bacterial diseases. And they made an ointment that had antibacterial qualities, mm-hmm. microbial properties, and, and it would heal eye diseases. So he says to him, you think you're rich and you have all this greatness and... You're blind, mm-hmm. and you're you naked, mm-hmm. and you're poor, poor. Mm-hmm. and 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 what he's saying, you know, you you can't see the truth, because you need to see yourself the way I see. He told you, he told the Church of Philadelphia the opposite. Mm-hmm. He did. He said, "You guys think you're nothing. You think you don't have mm-hmm. anything." But he said, "You're rich. You're rich." And, and because what they anything. had was Christ. Mm-hmm. Right? He said, you have me, and even though you're suffering and you're going through persecution for your faith, for your stance, for the truth, 
you're rich, he says to Laodicea. You think you're rich and you are really in bad shape. Mm -hmm. You are really in a bad way. Um, I just want you to say he's not saying that because he hates the church of Laodicea. No, this is what he says next in verse 19. He says, as many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. Mm -hmm. Why is repenting so hard? Is it just because we won't admit that God is God and we are not? Repent means to turn, go a different direction, straighten up. In my family, how, <laughs> how many times... I always get nervous when she says that. In when we family. were growing up, would we say, oh, we forgot something, we need to go back and get... Nope, we ain't going back. <laughs> now, how many times do we do that? We are not turning around. We've made this much progress. We are going forward. We're not making good time. We are, yeah, we are not going backwards. We just don't go backwards. I, I would joke, Richie would joke about that, and I, this is the first time Mom is hearing that, but he, because he was around my family a lot, <laughs> and he would joke about that when we would forget some of these days. Heaven forbid, she comes from the Burkus family. She cannot turn around. And go get, <laughs> we're two minutes from the house, but she'll drive all the way to town. You know, the, anyway... Why, why don't we repent? The word repent means to make a 180 degree turn and go in the other way. Everything you're doing, stop mm -hmm. and do something else. Mm -hmm. We don't like that. No, we don't. We just don't. All we like sheep have gone our own way, right? We've mm -hmm. gone astray. Mm -hmm. Everyone, right? And I guess that's Everyone. a good point. That's a point that we, re I know we've said it, but I think we should say it again, maybe. This isn't oh, I'm better than you and I don't have that problem. Mm -mm. This is all of us have this problem. You, If you're not applying this to you, you're missing the lesson. You're missing the whole point. I'm applying this to me. Mm -hmm. Me too. Right? Yes. No matter how long you've been in church or how little. or It's mm -hmm. all of us. There is no, you know, God is no respecter of persons. There's no big me, little you. We're all here. We're all that same. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. And sometimes I think we forget. I mean, I've seen it. I've done it myself talk about something and then realize well you're just as bad i want you to hear what they're saying they're like we're killing it in life right you know mm -hmm. everything's going well and we've got plenty we, we must be doing right god must be really pleased with, with us, us because everything is going right and god is saying sometimes those that mm -hmm. you have abundance and riches can be the very worst thing that ever happened to you in your life mm -hmm. because you can't see Mm -hmm. what you need to see right we can take we can make our blessings a curse <clears throat> we can we can do that but he says to him i'm only saying this because i love you mm -hmm. right and he says i want you to be zealous Qu quickly turn around mm -hmm. because you know what the answer is christ mm -hmm. <laughs> right all you got to do is turn to him and not you Stop mm -hmm. relying on yourself and believe what he said. Mm -hmm. And you it's can turn not. that quickly. This, this is a, it would be easy for me to turn around when I'm two minutes from the house and go get what I need. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. My laziness and my pride and my arrogance <laughs> won't let me. Won't let you. Right? Yes. But it'd be easy to go back and get what I need and do the right thing. Mm -hmm. It'd be so easy right here to do Apply the right that thing. spiritually. Apply that spiritually to ourselves. How easy would it be when we think we know everything to say stop lord if i'm doing the wrong thing stop me right here don't mm -hmm. let me succeed in what i'm trying mm -hmm. don't let me go forward i, I want to do what you want me to do i'm going to wait a minute mm -hmm. <laughs> i'm mm -hmm. going to take the time to go back and check with you first 
mm-hmm. and see what's going on and make sure that I'm right with your word and I'm right with your son and I'm and I'm Being believing in the spirit, power of the gospel. I'm not, yes. harming, I'm not harming more you than You know why we don't do it? Because it takes time to go back. Mm-hmm. And we might and not I, like yeah. the answer, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes we don't So like, I'm not going to ask because God might tell me something I don't want to mm-hmm. hear. I don't. Maybe I don't want to know that. Maybe I'd rather just do what I want to do for a change, which is mm-hmm. all together. You just hear it as you say it. That's not the right answer. Yeah. But verse 20 says, Behold, I, speaking of Jesus, stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and will sup with him and he with me. So it sounds to me like it's really hard to get to Jesus. He's not going to just talk to anybody. When I read this verse, I have always... And I say that sarcastically. I know you are. I've always heard this verse as a Jesus speaking to a lost person. Have you always heard that? Like, behold, I stand at the door and knock. He's talking to If you church. let me in. But he's writing to a church. Mm-hmm. He's talking to the church. In other words, listen to this. This blew my mind today. You can be a believer in Jesus Christ and not let him in. Mm-hmm. You can believe he's the son of God, mm-hmm. but you're not hanging out with him. He right? He's not, not coming in and dwelling with you. He's saying to them, the verse ahead, I love you. Mm-hmm. I'm only saying this because I do love you. And I want you to get And right. I, want I want you to get this right. I want you to repent. And then he says, I'm standing outside of the church's heart, mm-hmm. knocking, saying, mm-hmm. I'd like to come in and live at your house. <laughs> Not just be something you think mentally, mm-hmm. but someone who you hang out with daily. Mm-hmm. And I think we get the idea that if I'm going to hang out with Jesus, I need to sing, sit around and sing hymns. Or I need to be in a church house, or I need. And what you've done is you've put God back in that teeny tiny box that, that He only does saying, church things. That we keep saying there is no teeny tiny box. He started him. this with, I'm the beginning of creation. In mm-hmm. other words, everything you do and everywhere you are, God is present. He is everywhere. Mm-hmm. He wants to hang out with you all the time. And what I think, in all that you do. When I think about that, what I and I think of several things, but I've heard preachers talk about being on their tractor, mm-hmm. talking to God. I remember Jamie Fortner. I don't know if he's listening, but I remember him telling me when I was going through cancer, I pray for you every day when I'm out in the, you know, putting up hay. And, and I always, I'd always appreciated that because you can talk to God anywhere, everywhere, anytime, all the, anytime you want but to. But have you ever thought about the fact that as a believer... You can shut him out. I don't mean you're not saved. I don't mean you're going back in the Lord. I just mean you can shut him out of what how you're making this decision. You can shut him out of how what you're doing. You can shut him. You can let fear and other things come in and stress and panic and sadness and, and just shut Jesus right on outside the door of your yeah. heart. I've not really considered that I've always heard that as an unbeliever. I've not considered that he's speaking to the church. And I can, I can I'm standing outside of your heart, Addison Free Baptist Church, and anybody listening, and I'm saying, Can I come in and hang out with you? And you're and saying, you're saying mm, I don't want I'm afraid. Or I'm afraid to let that happen. Or I'm uncomfortable with that happening. Or I'm not sure I want that to please don't think I'm crazy. He's he said, These are the people I love. I, I only rebuke the ones I love. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm he's only correcting the ones repent. I love. I stand at the door and knock, and if any man hear my voice and open it, so you got to be listening for it, mm-hmm. right? you got to listen to the voice. I will come into him and will sup with him and he with me. That doesn't sound like that. That doesn't sound like a mean thing. Like you might think God wants to what, you know, but. Why do you want to hang out with a bunch of lukewarm people? <laughs> True. Right? True. But he did. But he, that's what he said. He said, I want to fix that. 
Mm-hmm. Let me in. I don't want you to be lukewarm. Don't put me over here. Don't be Right? Cold. Don't put me over here. Mm-hmm. Let me in. That's interesting. That's <laughs> interesting because that. when you think about all the things that people go through, and I can start listing a name of things in my own mm-hmm. failures, the things that you're afraid of, the things that you worry about. you got to clean that up before Jesus sees well, it. Well, not even, you're not even really thinking <laughs> yeah. that. You're just thinking... In my case, there are many days that I think, I, I don't know how to solve this, but I guess I got to because that's where I'm at. But isn't that an interesting thought that he's right there and all I got to do is say, come on in, help. Come on in. I need you in here. <laughs> don't let me shut you out. Don't let me shut you out because I'm panicked or afraid or sad. I, I said that list again. I'm sorry for repeating myself. But, but sometimes true. we push God to the periphery. We're like, yes, he's the son of God. Yes, he saved my soul. Yes, yes. I believe in him. Yes, I His him. word is true. But when he wants to hang out and do what he's doing in your life right now, mm-hmm. we push him out. And we don't want to do that. Right. Who right? would want to do that? Who would want to do that? Who would want to do that? But we do it. In our ignorance and in our um And arrogance. I feel like the Church of Laodicea receiving this message is in tears too. <laughs> because I doubt that they think that they knew what they were doing. Do you know what I mean? What they are is comfortable. What they mm-hmm. are is blessed. What mm-hmm. they are is distracted by riches and wealth. They're distracted by fitting in with this world and having the respect of other people. And they think they've done everything right Uh and everybody's their friend and it's okay. And and the fact is, he doesn't doesn't even ask them to do everything right. He said, let me in. Mm -hmm. Let me in. And you can't help but think that if he's let in... And he's, I mean, sup to me is we're going to eat. We're going to eat together. We're going to, we're going to be, we're friends. He hasn't said you're murdering people. You're stealing. You're committing adultery. He said, just let me in. You're lukewarm. Just let me in. You don't get it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Right. That's what he's saying. Let me in so you can get it. Yep. So you can get what's happening here and become alive. And it doesn't sound to me like in reading that, that. And I'm sorry, I it's got right. a little wound up there. I, I don't. It doesn't sound to me like that in reading that he's ever intending to hurt you. No, it doesn't it, sound it, like it, it sound, to me. It sounds like he just wants to be with you. He's got the answer, right? Right. <laughs> right? He just he's wants got the to answer. Be there. How, how lovely in. would life be if we would just remember that we're not in charge or in control of things, and you don't have to be, and shouldn't even think of ourselves as being. You have to let him be who he is in you right yep yep i agree okay um the next verse says um verse 21 to him that overcometh so i i'm assuming that means then you are no longer lukewarm you become hot as a christian you Mm -hmm. let him in to sup with you and to be with you to him each one of these things they're overcoming several churches it's been persecution it's been false doctrine it's been legalism Mm -hmm. now he's talking about this uh, doesn't sound like something you need to overcome but it is Mm -hmm. wealth and riches Mm -hmm. false wealth and riches a lot of things right right? false wealth and riches confidence in things of this world and confidence in yourself other than god Mm -hmm. those that's what you're overcoming Mm-hmm. And how do you overcome it? By the power of the resurrection, by the power of the blood of Christ, right? His Holy mm-hmm. Spirit will overcome it inside of you. You mm-hmm. let him in mm-hmm. and he will overcome it with you. How, to him who will overcome us, what do you get? You will, well, so, and this, this is a good one. It's a it good says, one. To him that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne 
even as I also overcame. Do you remember a verse that says we sit with him right with now in heavenly places? In his throne. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Like right now mm-hmm. in Christ, I am seated at the right hand of the Father. Right now, he's making intercession for me. I am already there. Mm-hmm. Randy sings a song, part of me is already, already there. there. Mm-hmm. Part of me is already there. Mm-hmm. Right? I, I'm already safely deposited on that side. Mm-hmm. As long as I stay hot. The overcoming part is believing that it's not the wealth and the riches that I depend on. It's Jesus Christ and my relationship with him and what he finished, what he did. That's how I get to sit on the throne. Mm-hmm. Sit in with him throne. in, in the throne. throne. Mm-hmm. In that position. Paul tells us that's a thing. Mm-hmm. He covers that. Mm-hmm. John's not the only one that talks about it. Mm-hmm. Right? No, that's, that's security true. of the believer. Uh, and that, that's knowing where you are. And who you're with. And who you're with. Mm-hmm. I agree. So we're, all their security right now. Is in things that are is going in to be things. destroyed. Right? Things are going to burn up. When the world's gone, right? And he's saying you can have security in your position in Christ. Mm-hmm. You can have that instead, and that's better if you overcome. Mm -hmm. To him that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I also overcame. So what did he overcome? And and what did he overcome? He sat on a he sat in the wilderness for forty days and forty nights, and afterward, when he was hungry, was tempted by Satan. Satan said, "Tell you what, Jesus." Mm-hmm. I'll give you all the kingdoms of the world. You talk about riches. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll give it all to you if you don't go to the cross. I'll make you king of kings, right? Mm-hmm. These will all be yours. They're not going to let you hurt yourself. And, and I won't ask you to suffer mm-hmm. like your father is. I won't ask you to do that. I'll just give it to you. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. He overcame. Right. He and told he he repeated back to him. We'll live by the word of God. Every word, word that proceedeth out Three of the mouth times of God. He used the word he, of God to I, I'll go with the Father's word. And that's the same way you overcome. Mm-hmm. Trust his word. His word is Christ. Trust him mm-hmm. that what he did is going to be enough. Right? Mm-hmm. He overcame and you can overcome and through him. And he tells him. you you can. He's told it's all not your churches. effort. He's told He's all done of it. these churches they can overcome. And if they overcome. Why can they overcome? Because he did it. He did. Because he overcame. He overcame. Mm-hmm. And only in him can you do so. Mm-hmm. Right? And, only in him. And the last verse of that chapter is the same thing that is said to every church so far. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the church. What's that mean? You have a choice. Always have a choice. You have a choice to believe what I'm saying or not. Mm-hmm. And to let me in or not. Mm-hmm. Or to uh, go back to your first love or not. So that's one of the things that breaks my heart absolutely in a million pieces. Like I, this really hurts me because if I share with somebody how good Jesus is and, and I've done, because we've talked, we've been involved Mm -hmm. in church work for a long time. Mm -hmm. And if I, and I'm telling them from the bottom of my heart, the truest thing that I know that Jesus Christ is the most incredible, wonderful magnificent mm-hmm. savior he'll change your life he'll give you a future this is real you could feel him he's with you he never leaves you i say these things and i teach people and watch them even though they heard me mm-hmm. not hear me mm-hmm. and walk away and reject it without it mm-hmm. it shatters me mm-hmm. especially when you because know. I, I always think now how could i have done that so that they would have taken it in mm-hmm. 
But Jesus says at the end of each one of these things, you're going to have to decide to hear or not. You have the choice. You always have the choice. It doesn't matter how well it's presented. If you don't take him in for yourself, it doesn't matter that you listen to this. Right? It doesn't matter that you went to church on Sunday and you showed up. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You have to take it in and make it part of you. Mm-hmm. And, I, and every I, I, I respect the idea of free will that God gives us a choice, but it shatters me mm-hmm. to watch people reject it. It does. And for the life of me, I don't know why you don't want Jesus. Because mm-hmm. once you know him, once you've become a Christian, you can't imagine why, why anybody why? would turn him down. I think, what is there about Jesus that you don't like? He's everything that's good. Mm-hmm. What don't you want? He's the answer to every problem you have, right? How, where he's do like they find fault He's like a secret weapon almost. Seriously. He's not. He's not have you secret. thought about that? Like, wh- what is your problem? <laughs> I don't mean to be, but what is it in him that you don't want? Everlasting life, peace, joy, joy. Uh, comfort, always present. Someone who's going to go to God on your behalf when you're humiliated because you blew it for the five millionth time, mm-hmm. he's going to take that to the Father. And because of his blood, it's taken care of. Mm-hmm. He's say, and you're forgiven mine. and loved. Mm-hmm. What don't you like in Christ? I don't That's get it. That's a good it. question. That's a good question. You know, I. But then again, um, and we're getting close to the end of our session. Then again, as somebody who's been in church a long time, the verse, the eye-opening verse tonight is verse 20. I'm here. You got me. Mm-hmm. Did you forget that I'm here? You can. I think I, that's everybody's eye-opening verse. Let me I'm all here. the way Let me in. in. Let me in. And I and love I'll fix you. It. I'll I'll. It, you know, I might have to chasten you because I love you, but I'm right here. I'll fix it. Right? Let me in. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't understand either because, I, you know, I had that discussion this morning with God. I really did. I, I was studying this lesson and I said, I don't want to be, I don't want to be a lukewarm person. I want to be somebody that's on fire, that knows enough, that's smart enough to know that all I got to do is let open the door. He's standing at the door. All I got to do is say, okay, come on. Because mm-hmm. he's not trying to trick you Mm-mm. into letting him in and he's not trying to so your you problem to... with revelation tonight definitely is not that you don't understand no it's not. your problem with revelation is if you are prompted to do something with what you've just heard mm-hmm. and you may not want do you to. know what i right. mean yes church belie- church member and saved person and unsaved alike this isn't this are challenged by this that you need to respond this isn't symbolism that you no. can't understand we got some symbolism we, we, in the next chapter coming we're going to see a picture that we could pick apart for the next seven years yep, things okay. that mean have meaning upon meaning upon meaning upon meaning. But, but this, this is, is clear. This is just red letter, absolutely hear it. To that church, to the church, to the church to for until church, the rapture. To, members of the to church. me, the mm-hmm. church, know that I'm the church and you're the church. Mm-hmm. You're called to respond to that. And all you got to do. And maybe you didn't even realize you've been shutting him out. Maybe you think, you know, I'm a Christian, I believe, Mm -hmm. and you feel a million miles away from God right now. Like you don't feel like he's involved in your life at all. You spend more time with your cell phone and your TV or whatever you're into, and I'm not picking on either one of those things. I'm saying that you've replaced him with something else. Mm -hmm. And maybe you feel so far away that you think, well, God doesn't care about me. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I I don't feel like I used to feel. I feel distant and, and, i don't feel like i can ask him for anything because we're not close and don't forget he's standing at the door knocking and if you'll let him in he'll come in and hang out with you mm-hmm. he wants to be every part of your life 
He didn't ask to be put away. He, he, no. He wants to stay close. He'll be, you can be just as close as you want to be. And he wants mm-hmm. you to be as close as possible, right? We've said, I've said You're that like, to but You don't realize what sin I've done or what I'm involved in or what I'm tempted by. He already knows. Yeah, he's got and it. And he already died for it. He already finished it mm-hmm. on the cross and paid it. Open the door. Just open, let him in. And believe what he says. And I, I can't think, can you imagine if you got if you got to heaven as this church and you said, but I'm rich and I had lots of stuff. And remember, we have the temple and we did this and we're no different than any of that, the other humans throughout this book. Remember that picture Jesus paints where he says, you know, in judgment, some people's works are going to be wood, mm-hmm. hay, and stubble, they're and they're going to be burnt up and completely gone. You'd be that church standing there going... I've done nothing for the Lord. Mm-hmm. He did not that you had to do something to get saved. You can't. He mm-hmm. did it all. But in response to that love and that kindness, I've done absolutely nothing with my life. You know what your job is? To believe Him and make disciples. Make Go out know. into all the world, make Him known. and make disciples. Mm-hmm. Right? And you've done none of that because you were too busy laying up treasures and comforts for yourself. Mm-hmm. But some of those works are going to be gold mm-hmm. and jewels. And, and why do we need gold and jewels in heaven? Just to lay at his feet mm-hmm. say, and say, yeah. praise the Lord, mm-hmm. right? Because that, that's praise and thankfulness and thanksgiving, thanksgiving for what he's done mm-hmm. for you. And you get to give that to him. There'll be no greater joy in your life than to lay those things and realize, at his feet. And realize at that moment. He doesn't need them. That's just your worship. And, and to realize <laughs> at that moment how insignificant it was compared to what you see when you're there. Right. Can you imagine? He, I mean, the I greatness can't imagine that is what Christ. is when you see what you can't, what Scripture says we can't even, it's not even entered into the heart of man, what he has prepared for us. Can you imagine holding on to these little things down here that aren't going to mean anything there I, and losing it all because of that? So I've already told my part then as an older Christian, I, I need to remind myself to open the door, let him in. Uh, include him I've already I already talked to him about that this morning I know that sounds goofy but I do I sometimes he's the only person I talk to at the house (laughs) sometimes that's who I'm talking to but now what if I'm not a Christian and you're talking about all this stuff that the Christians aren't doing right how do you expect me to do well if I'm not a Christian I wish that you had a better example in Mm -hmm. Christians I wish the church was doing a better job but the first thing you need to understand is the entire church of God is made out of former absolute enemies of God saved Mm -hmm. by the grace of Jesus Christ and and his blood redeemed and made worthy by him and not themselves so don't ever come looking at the church thinking if they don't have it figured out there must not be anything to it Mm -hmm. because the fact is they don't have it all figured out they have figured out that who they need to go to to have it figured out and they're going to make it to heaven and they're not a reason or an excuse for you not to go you say well there must not be anything to it so I'm not going to make a decision or do anything about Christ. You, very foolish, foolish decision because I'm not going on my goodness and what I know. At all. I'm going on the blood of Christ, and that's the only way you'll make it to. It, it, there is no other way, right? And I also want to say to, like, just, yes, young people and unsaved, but something's been on my heart about this lesson. I know what people mean when they say we need to be on fire for God, and they're right. A lot of times we equate that with, 
praise and worship in church or singing songs with enthusiasm or a testimony. Nothing wrong with that. Be on fire for God. Be an example for God. Come ready to worship Him. That is so important. But I think when he's talking about get warm, not cold in Christ, he's not talking about emotions only, and he's not talking about in the church house. Because what he just told you in verse 20 is, I want to go to your house. Mm -hmm. Yes, praise me in my house. Yes, praise me in the church. But when I'm talking about getting hot, I'm talking about you're not turning it off. When you Mm -hmm. leave, and Mm -hmm. I don't mean you go down the road in Walmart reading your Bible. Do it if you want to. I don't care. Uh, But I'm talking about I am building a relationship with him where I don't turn it on and off. When I'm at work, I'm working for Christ. When I'm at home, I'm at home for Christ. When I'm talking to my kids, he's welcome there. He's, uh, his presence is what I want. He wants to be in every moment. We've said that so many times. And not in just in your our, church moment. In our Sunday school class, he's not a Sunday God. You he, will have no problem praising him in here mm-hmm. if you are living with him with an open door out, out there. there. Mm-hmm. Right? And you're not I'm pushing him to the side. Learning what he has to say. Don't be a thief. You don't be a liar. Don't be those things. Be what, keep working toward what he says in here. Right? As a response to the greatest gift ever given. Mm-hmm. Right? Not yep. to earn my way to heaven, but as yep. a response to what he's done for me. My life's his. Mm-hmm. There's no room for zombies. There's no room for lukewarm. No. And that's not what he's asking. And that, that's, what the, that's what the unsaved see is a half-dead church. They're not all the way dead, no. but they're half-dead. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and they give the idea that don't come to us because we're as bad off as you are. Mm-hmm. And we don't know what the answer is. I'm, I'm bad off, but I know the answer. I know the answer. And I know where to go for more. Mm-hmm. Right? And all we got to do is let him in. Mm-hmm. Let him in. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. So we are just about out of time. We were supposed to do all of chapter four tonight. Obviously, we did not. Uh, no, <laughs> we didn't get to chapter four. No. But chapter four starts an interesting thing, and I'll just give you a little insight to that for just a second. Uh, John comes up hither, um, kind of, in, kind of leading you into wonder what happened. We don't hear the church mentioned again until toward the end of Revelation. So there's some clues there to that before we get started for next week. So keep your Bibles open, think about it, pray about it, read it for yourself, read more places. Uh, We've said this on different things, even if you read it to prove us wrong, read it. Read what the Word of God says. I say good for you. (laughs) Do it. You can't go wrong reading the Word of God. And we will see you next week. Thank you for joining us.